lettuce, tomato, pickle, beef, bun. Welcome back to Hamburger Robot. I'm uh, one half of the Hamburger Robot. The hamburger, if you will. Medium rare, by the way. Uh, Brian and my co-host, the robot, also, if you will. I'm a very rusty robot. <laughs> uh, Old and decrepit. Needs a little bit of uh, oil over there. I need some lubrication. <laughs> Whoa, easy, buddy. All right. Um, what are we talking about today, Mike? Uh... I I think we're going to talk about video games, I hope, because, you know, we've been doing this long enough. And Video games. And you're the video game guy, right? Eh, that's what you tell me. That's what I tell you. But then we... again, you, you surprise me all the time with the uh, amount of game knowledge that you have that I didn't think you had. I'm a nerd wrapped in a fat shell, okay? I'm just, I'm in wrapped there. Wrapped in bacon. Wrapped in bacon, mm. smothered in mayonnaise, covered in lettuce, I don't know, all that stuff. It's in there. You're more than just a hamburger. I'm more than just a hamburger. I'm You're like an a hamburger. experience. I'm a hamburger salad. Oh, that. that's delicious. I'm a hamburger salad. Uh, <laughs> have you have, have you seen Hell Baby? I have. With the uh, with, with the, the pizza with, salad? With the Hell Baby? They're like, this is this this just looks like a, a, a salad with pieces of pizza cut up in it. And he's like, that's exactly what this is. <laughs> that's, that sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, video games. Let's take it back to the beginning when we were children. Well, that's two different things. The beginning <laughs> of video games, I know nothing about. I did not start with Atari or Commodore or any oh, kind you of didn't, I had an Atari growing up. Yeah. Atari's pretty cool. My favorite game on it was this game called Circus Atari. Oh, you, you've had an Atari 2600 since then, right? No, it's the or, one thing or, I never... Or a 5200 or anything Here, like that? Here's the deal. Let's talk retro video games right now. Let's talk right retro, retro video games. Okay. If you're getting into video games now, and you go back to play NES, which is like the greatest console ever, you're going to laugh and say this is junk. And that's just the way it is. And it's unfortunate, because the NES was amazing. And the Sega Master System, also amazing, but no one grew up with that. So even the people that grew up with NES are going to go back and play that and go, eh, I go back and play NES games that I thought were fantastic. We just talked about one the other day. Is it, it's Werewolf, The Last Warrior? Oh, yeah, yeah. The cover of that, all right, the cover of that game is amazing. Uh, great protagonist. The Last Warrior. It's The Last Warrior. By Data East. And it's unplayable. I mean, 1990. <laughs> no, it's, a it's a horrible game. It's, it's terrible. It's so cool, <laughs> though. Like, the <laughs> atmosphere is cool. The graphics are cool. The, 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 the werewolf himself. Well, there was awesome. like a, you know, we had the um, Ninja Gaiden was an amazing game, yeah. right? But, it, is, um, it is good. It's still a good game, kind of. Uh, but I didn't have Ninja Gaiden at first. I had what they called Wrath of the Black Manta. Wow, that, that was uh, similar to um, that's Werewolf. Like the the Mad Magazine version. Uh, yeah, it was cracked. It was cracked. Yeah. Uh, cracked Warrior. Or, uh, <laughs> but um, similar to Werewolf where uh, it was good to me. It was, it was fun. But it got to a point where it's like it was unless you had the super secret, uh, you know, underground trick from Nintendo Power in, from France. To make it playable. To make it playable. You, there right. was a spot. You just stop. You're like, I'm done. You yeah. know, you could not win ever. But that's what I had. It was the, the budget uh, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, well, and I remember looking at the... the the ads for that in the Nintendo Power. Oh, you remember stuff. that game? Oh yeah, I remember. Terrible, it. terrible game. I'm, terrible. I probably even have it somewhere. To be honest, it was that. It wasn't that actually bad because I think if I recall it, there was even a spot where you could like almost build your your ninja skills, like you know, point system based. Like like, do you want to throw knives or stars? Well, wow, that's in depth. Stars. It was a little. It was cool, but it was like, and, and I think the plot of the game was uh, you were trying to rescue kids from like a kidnapping ring. It was so weird. You know, it was like, but I remember, they just dialed up a ninja, you know? What I remember the most about that was that the assets that they used in that game, like, some of the enemies were 
They, all of them look like completely different teams worked on them. The, the enemies <laughs> were like two stories tall. Your ninja uh, had like huge legs and no torso. I just weird proportions. This is not. It was not great. And I think that's what sets those NES games apart from back in the day. The ones that we have fond memories of uh, that no one else does, because if you take the classics, if you take Ninja Gaiden, you take Castlevania, your Mario's, all these, you know, a what, what's the phrase I'm looking for? A list. A list. There we go. That it. <laughs> you complete. <laughs> Welcome, me. guys, back to Hamburger Robot. We're the A list of podcasts. Yes. That's us. <laughs> I don't. I don't use these scientific terms all the time. So occasionally, <laughs> the, the the all right. Anyway. They elude us. Yeah. So take it on post. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> We're gonna have to go fifty-five minutes on this one. So. <laughs> Sorry about that. You got your A-list games, uh, your Castlevanias, Ninja Gaiden, Mega Man, anything with Capcom in the uh, on the label, you, you know you're pretty good. And the thing about those is the graphics all match. You got Wrath of the Black Manta. You got all these other weird things. I mean, the graphics are just a hodgepodge mess of, you know, it looks like. Uh, shingles fell off your roof and formed some kind of image in your front yard it's a mosaic yeah a mosaic, mosaic. Games. so yeah the atari uh it's no good i mean that's that's uh, bent clothes hangers right. it's, it's not good at yeah. all there's there was a game what you've seen it though right you had to play with the paddle yeah the paddle and you were two clowns on a uh-huh. on a teeter-totter just blowing up that's fantastic balloons. yeah it was i would that and there was another one called night driver which is Exactly okay, that is. one was just squares on both sides of the screen coming yes, at you, right? Yes, yeah, it okay. was amazing. You're, <laughs> you're not, driving, man. It's not amazing. It was, it was not amazing. totally amazing. All right. And yeah. then Kaboom was my third favorite, probably. Where Kaboom it's like, sounds good. Well, you had a, it was your basic, uh, you had a guy that looked like the Hamburglar up top, mm-hmm. and he had a bomb in his hand. We don't like the Hamburglar, by the way. <laughs> Robble, Robble. He's, he's our enemy. <laughs> and he would drop a bomb, and you start off with like a, a little bucket of water. And then you had like three buckets and like four buckets, and it was just crazy. And like if it blew, if it blew up next to it, you lose a bucket. So it was a crazy game. Oh, and Berserk and Frenzy were also good. But anyway, uh, so I, you, I remember Combat. That's the only Combat's one amazing. Or yeah. Invisible Tanks. That's all I gotta say. Invisible Tanks. You can only see them when they shoot. I love Combat. So I grew up with the, the Atari. Yeah, twenty six hundred. I grew up with uh, Master System and Nintendo, but started with Master System because <laughs> Nintendo was the was the hot item that year. It was the Tickle Me Elmo. That's that's even a dated reference. What's what's the Tickle Me Elmo of today? Uh, NFTs. LOL. All, all, all these the kids thing. want NFTs now. And, yeah, and or cryptocurrency. The, uh, Stay puffed uh, mini me mini me. No, nobody wants that. <laughs> I got them. Uh, so I had Atari. I even had a uh, an Atom computer. Good lord. From ColecoVision. It took the little cassette tapes. How am I the video game guy when you had all this stuff? But that was like the, my brother and sister and parents oh, okay. used it for other gotcha. stuff. And I just. I had the little games, and like a lot of the games of that, where they were they were like a cassette cartridge. It went in, uh, and you know, reel to reel cassette. And um, I knew I I do recall there were games that were on like they looked like uh, audio cassettes. Yeah, exactly. There there was a game for Big Trouble in Little China, and it yeah, was on. It, it, I had one. What I was going to say is like a, for two thousand ten, the the Odyssey can do, and a lot of those games were text based. It's like it was a choose your own adventure. You know, so it it, it, it it show up like you're reading this, and then you choose what you wanted to do, and it show you like a little you know dot matrix. Tick, 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 you know, here we go yeah. to the left and right, and uh, yeah, I think big, I didn't have the big trouble in little China. I wanted it, but oh, I want it now. It. But there's <laughs> uh, a few games. There's a few Atari games that I would like just for collectability. Okay, just for shelf. Uh, Gremlins, Kool Aid Man, um, 
Evil Dead, maybe. There was a He-Man one. I think that was ColecoVision, though. There's a few that you just want to get for the labels, right? Yeah. I, got, I got two of them there. I got Donkey Kong and uh, Tron. Dead, Deadly, yeah, Tron Deadly Disc. Yeah. And then the, the Atom also had regular games you can stick in there, you know, like cartridges. And I had... um. Uh, like Choplifter and stuff like that. Or it's Paperboy. It was pretty cool. So are we doing anybody a service by talking about Atari and we're giving back? We're giving background there, Robot. Okay. So let's go into that. I didn't have an NES until I was probably, I don't know, 12 or 13. Okay. You know, I, I rented it a lot from Blockbuster. So coming into the NES, growing up. How'd you find out about the NES? Uh, friends at school. Friends at school? Yeah, friends Talking school. about it? Everybody had it except How about me. this? How about this? <laughs> I had to stay late at school because uh, my parents worked and my school was too far away for me to get there by myself. The teacher had a Nintendo in his classroom. What? And we all gathered around it and I saw Super Mario Brothers and I told my parents. That was the first video game I ever saw. And I was like, I have to have that. Of course, they couldn't get it that year. Got the Master System. I was like, aww. Loved it. <laughs> I loved it. And I, you know, I thank... My dad held on to held on to it for me for a long, long time. In fact, there's a as a game collector, or back in the day, as a young game collector, you you buy a game, you play it, you get rid of it, you trade them, you sell them, all that crap. There was a point in time where I would have sold that Master System, and he's like, you know what, I'm going to keep it, and I'll give you, I'll give you whatever money you were going to make for it. And I'm so glad he did because now I get to make my kid play those horrible games. <laughs> but before we had those in our house, we had what our now, I guess there's a resurgence in some of them now, and uh, of course there's the adult ones, like Dave and Buster's, but we had arcades in the mall. Let me tell you about arcades. Well, tell me about arcades. I love arcades. Someone invited me to an arcade, someone from the office, my wife and I were going to the arcade with them. All right, cool, yeah, let's go to an arcade. We get there, uh, you check in at the front, and I think it was like penny slots and, and oh, one stuff. Of, one of those arcades. For raffle tickets for, you know, <laughs> rice and stuff. I was like, what the heck is this? One of those are the adult it's arcade. It's not a real arcade. Not a real arcade. Not it's a real arcade. arcade. There's video machines in there. Oh, is that what it is? Video machines? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm talking about the old 1980s, smoky, dimly lit, in the middle of the mall, all sorts of sweaty kids. Doesn't have to be smoky. No, but There's... I remember them being smoky. That's because kids smoked back then. Back then they yeah. did, yeah. Um, you know, dimly lit, neon loud, lights, neon yeah, lights, neon. swirly, jagged uh, designs on the carpet. Yeah, right? yeah, oh yeah, like you know, like you're in the galaxy. Like oh. here I am in the galaxy. I love being in the galaxy. <laughs> I want to be in the galaxy right now. A <laughs> uh, couple games. Field trip. Games in the arcade. What were your favorite stand up arcade games? All right, Ninja Turtles, TMNT. The first one had the uh, cartoon theme song. It was the first time you could actually control the turtles in like a cartoon accurate world loved four, it four player at a time right yep they it had two like, they had two player versions and four player versions the four player was, what 1989 90 maybe i don't know Ooh, oh you're you're getting all trivia now I, I, well i was just i was that's a dangerous that's a dangerous the, road to take. the first four player one i remember i hold fondly stand up as gauntlet all right the cartoon came out in 87 i, yeah. I bet you that game probably came out in 88 88 89 yeah I remember Gauntlet growing up. I loved Gauntlet in the arcades. That is a bowling alley masterpiece. It is a bowling alley masterpiece, my friend. Yeah. It was fantastic, though. Elf yeah. needs food badly. <laughs> I always, I was like, Elf, ah, give me food, give me food. Elf needs nachos. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> so it's tediously boring, just yeah. constantly, you know, killing things. And a lot of these games these days, 
are going to be tediously boring. Tediously boring, yeah. But they weren't as cool as Elf Needs Food Badly or Warrior is About to Die. Or how about <laughs> Wise from Your Grave? Yeah, that was awesome, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Altered Beast. Altered Beast is the best. That came out on it Master is not, System, right? It is not the best. Oh, it came out on Master System or Genesis. after Genesis. It was the it was the packing game with the Genesis. That's right. So this this family uh, that had all the Master System games had the Genesis on day one, and I happened to be there for for its unboxing. I was like, wow, this is like, this is next level stuff here. This is pretty amazing. I knew I wasn't going to get one for a long time because I think I just got the Nintendo at that point. But um, Nintendo was always. Where I, I focused, yeah, they are. They're like the Disney of games. Let me let me, let me drop out of the arcades and go into the consoles for a second. Let's yeah. talk about the Genesis, okay? The Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. I wanted it so bad. I wanted it. I made a pact with the devil, mm-hmm. also known as my parents. Oh, okay. <laughs> where I say, you know, if I get you know these kind of grades on my report card, you get the Genesis. Like, yeah, we'll do that for you. I was like, yes, you know, it was, <laughs> it was great. Report card day comes, and it's the last report card of the year. It wasn't even like it was just I was gonna get the Genesis for the summer, and I was gonna be like just a, a latchkey child, if you will, with the Genesis. I don't care. Yep. I wasn't a latchkey, but I, I would have been. I wouldn't. I, I would like. I wasn't gonna talk to anybody anyway. Report card day comes around. Boom! Sitting there in my math class is a nice shiny F. <laughs> wow. Uh, I was like, what am I gonna do? Draw another line on the uh, side. I drew another, not just <laughs> one line. I drew two lines to make it a B. Okay. Three lines. I made it a B, right? All right. You didn't get grading. Yeah. I I didn't get super. (laughs) I was like, I'll just make this a B because I was like, it'd be too blocky for a regular A. And and people don't know is that your parents were mole people and they didn't have fully developed eyes. (laughs) Right. Right. They they were like, oh, they they just look around and they they, they took my word for it. Right. So here I am. I come home, show them the report card. They're like, all right, blah, blah, blah. You know, boom. Later on that day, I got a Genesis. Right, nice. packed with Space Harrier Two. Wow, not Ultra B, Space Harrier Two. And I'm like playing that's a, it. That's an upgrade, ah, probably. I'm playing it. I'm playing it. I'm playing it. I'm playing it. I'm having fun. And then uh, my dad and my mom come in and say, uh, "Yeah, put it away." I'm like, Uh-oh. "But I'm playing it." It's like, "No, put it away." Why? It's like because you lied to us, and you you change your grade. Oh, they packed up the Genesis and took it back to the store. What? <laughs> they took it back to oh, the store. No. I didn't. I didn't have the Genesis for years after that. It was gone. Gone that's, from my grasp. I had it for an hour or two, and then they just burst my bubble. It must have been, I don't know. Like, now, as a father now, I'm like, that is some hardcore stuff, and I would love to do that to a child. <laughs> that is that is epic. It was rough. It was yeah. rough. Uh, so I just had to go back to my, my Nintendo. Well, I'm, I just I just picture your parents looking like, like Hans Molman from The Simpsons with the glasses and, like, raisins for eyes, you know? <laughs> Oh no! They had keen shark eyes. Apparently, they, they, they knew they knew the drill. You know, they knew that drill all day. So, <laughs> going back out of the home, back into the mall, because obviously I didn't have a Genesis, so I had yeah. to go to the arcades. Uh, what's one arcade game that you completely were horrible at, but you kept throwing money at it and don't know why? Time Killers. That time. Which one was that? So that all right back in the nineties, um, and it's a terrible game. Terrible game. Is it a shooting game? It's a one-on-one fighting game because that's what oh, the yeah. '90s was all about. But so you had Mortal Kombat, which th- you know those were great. Those were that's, games. That's that, your quintessential Street Fighter Two. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. You had Pit Fighter. Oh God, 
That's with, a bowling alley with, game. with the digitized people and you got uh, Gauntlet and, and Pit Fighter at the bowling alley. <laughs> and then there was like a, a like Yair Kung Fu, and then there was like K two or something K one. So Mortal Kombat was violent, right? And yes, had blood and all that. Uh, Street Fighter had better gameplay, cartoony characters. This was like cartoony characters uh, from different periods in time. So you had <laughs> you had the punk. The '80s punk with the with the chainsaw the and, a, mohawk? and a green mohawk, oh, of course, sunglasses, uh, leather, yeah. leather jacket, and some chains. Oh yeah, no no <laughs> sleeves. Um, you had a Viking. You had a caveman. You had a couple of astronauts with lightsabers. Uh, a samurai guy. But the thing about this game that was awesome, and and also horrible about it. Well, that's, and like made a, it that's like a recipe for amazingness. Right what there. sounds great, right? Uh, yeah, on paper, somebody was like, "Man, this is gonna get go. this. Get this. Even better." Uh, you you all have weapons, right? So the 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 caveman has a little stone axe. The 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 astronauts have oh, there's an alien with like buzz saws for hands. He looked like a praying mantis, and you could chop your enemy's arms off during the fight on accident usually. But <laughs> so you could you could chop off one arm, you could chop off both arms, so they're running around kicking you and headbutting you. Hilarious. There's also if you pressed all five buttons at the same time. They do like a spinning attack, like and, a super move. Yeah, and they would just like decapitate the enemy. So <laughs> that could be the first attack you do when you start your fight and decapitate your enemy and win instantly. Pretty cool. However, the game didn't play very well. Very very difficult. I liked to watch, and that's the thing about the arcade that was awesome. The older kids were playing. You were watching them. I guess you felt like you were learning something. You felt like you were cool because you're standing next to the cool kids. Did this ever happen to you? Or, oh, yeah, of course. Or were time. you the cool kid? No, I was never the cool kid. I'm starting to feel a little sad for Never the cool kid, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, like, I, I would always watch, like, um, uh, Galaga and Zaxxon and stuff like that. Uh, one of the that ones makes I me would, sad, too. One of the ones I would throw money at, though, that I, I still to this day, because there's a, a local little arcade bar thing, and I went to it, and they had the game there. And I was like, man, I know I can do it this time. Dragon's Lair. Nope. Horrible. <laughs> I am. I don't even know how to play that game. Nobody does. I, it's like it's beautiful. The, was it uh, Don Blue through or yep. whatever the the animation? Beautiful looking game. I I would just pump quarters in that thing and die because you're uh, gonna pl- press left or right. Yeah, or, I suck. or sword, right? Those are your yeah, or sword. Yeah, left, right, sword. And it was always the wrong, even if it was like, it seemed like the right choice. So it was Don Bluth, which was kind of like Disney animation back in the 80s. Yeah, he did uh, what, All Dogs Go to Heaven? Yeah. I think, as, if, did he, he do um, American Tale? Uh, Probably. I think so. We'll, we'll, we'll ignorantly say he probably might have did it. Yeah, but I definitely know as All Dogs Go to Heaven as Don Bluth. Yeah. So yeah, that game. It was, very, a, it was like a Laserdisc game. It was beautiful. Very, very unplayable. But, you know, really great graphics and animation. Really then, great premise. You got to save the the... But the then they, they bring it home, right, to the NES? They did bring it to the NES. They brought it to oh, like a lot of platforms, didn't they? Yeah, and I have it on Xbox, and it's something that I want to play. Uh, and maybe uh, you and I can try and tackle that one day. Because I feel like that <laughs> might help satiate some of these these childhood traumas that we've been suffering for so long, <laughs> is if we can defeat the Xbox version. Then we've done something with our lives. Yeah. Yeah, we have definitely done something if we can defeat the Xbox version. Yeah, because it, it looks super easy in comparison. But I know the NES one was... They they tried to do a lot with it and tried to make it kind of relevant to uh, or kind of relatable to the arcade version. Where this is not there though, you know, you can't. It's do not. It. It's it's it's, it's got to be a, a digital game, three yeah. D or side scrolling. Yeah. Very difficult. amazingness. Uh, I love this game too. It's probably in the early nineties, maybe the late eighties. Uh, Narc, remember that one? Oh yeah, Narc, <clears throat> uh, where you could like 
blow people apart and then arrest them and and like take their drugs from them and stuff like that. And uh, didn't you use the drugs too to power up or something? You, you could. You were a cop. Yeah, you were a cop wearing like a motorcycle helmet at all times. Well, that was the eighties cop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you know, in a world where cops play by their own rules, <laughs> where your police car is made out of a ghost. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was great. <laughs> And like you know, you you know, they took down the big guy, and it was and that, that was, was the so boss of that game. I think that was the well, the big guy or the ghost car. <laughs> I don't know if the boss of that game was Big Boss or, or something like that, but he um he was really weird. It's it's one of those weird trippy boss enemies. Like it's this big fat guy, and then it turns into a giant baby head and spider <laughs> legs. And, the, <laughs> it's creepy. The arcade game. I mean, I would pump quarters in that thing because it was just like it was carnage. You could just destroy people. And then um, it came home to the NES, and I, if I recall, I, bu- I bought it the other day at a flea market on the side of the road. Nice. Pretty fun. I haven't played it, though. We'll play it. But I don't know if people blow up anymore, though, in this one, in like the, in the home version. Probably but, not violently. Probably pro- just probably not. Yeah, squares flying it, apart. Even when they brought Mortal Kombat home to the Genesis, didn't you have to like have a code. secret code to yes. get the blood? Yes, you did. And same with Super Nintendo, right? Super Nintendo had no blood. No sweat. blood at all. Just white sweat. White that's, chunky that's jello. Weird. Water flavored jello. Have you ever had that? No, no. I've always wanted to try it. I don't just, think it exists, but it should. Well, yeah, you, there's plain jello. No. Yeah, there's plain. There's it's it's uh just gelatin. All right, on the next just, hamburger there, robot. There's, there's no flavor to it. We taste test water flavored jello on the next hamburger <laughs> robot. Right. I'll make I'll make water flavored uh Stop. gummy bears. What? Yeah. I can do that with Jello. I can make. You are a madman. <laughs> You're like the mad scientist from Mattel. Well, I was trying Arco. to do like the, the no carb candy, you know. So I had to use unflavored gelatin and uh, you know those like Mio squirt drop things. Yeah. And you use that in there, and you make the the and you put it in a. Is gel- it a, is it a textural thing at this point where you just need this the all right Lucky Charms disgusting cereal right? <laughs> no, I love it. It's the texture for me. I I was obsessed with them for like two months and oh a diabetic. <laughs> death uh, feeling after eating it, but it was, they're, they're not real marshmallows. I mean, they're dehydrated. I guess they might be. Well, but, what's a marshmallow? Gelatin and sugar? Uh, yeah, sugar and sugar. Something. Sugar and more sugar. It's, it, they're, they're not magically sugar. delicious. They're magically <laughs> texturally pleasing. So, uh, no, I like, do you like gummy bears? Yeah, uh, kind of. Well, if you like gummy bears, uh, you know, I'd make a gummy bear, but. I stopped making them because they're they're not great. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, they're pretty good. I just didn't I didn't want to eat all all of them like every day. Have you ever made a giant gummy bear? Uh, I don't have a, I don't have a mold for that. Have you ever had a uh, gelatin brain mold? I've seen it. That is the coolest thing. That's something that I don't think it was book fairs, but back in elementary school, there was some kind of book we'd get where you could order stuff from it, and that was in there. And I always wanted that. And you had to mix like cherry jello and a little bit of milk or something to make it. Cloudy. Cloudy. Pink. I was like, I've got to have that. My mom's like, no. She also didn't like blue Kool-Aid because it looked like toilet water. Oh, that's not right. I know. It doesn't really look like toilet water. It looks like uh, porta potty water. Well, yeah. <laughs> 2,000 flushes flavor. <laughs> you like uh, coffee-flavored water? Um, isn't all coffee-flavored water? There you go. All coffee <laughs> is coffee-flavored water. I solved your uh, riddle. <laughs> back into the arcade. So, NARC. You, yeah, uh, I love NARC. Oh, and... and it's so, going to derail you again, right? Let's do it. Did you ever watch Captain N, the Game Master? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he float around his little uh, Nintendo pad. Yeah. He, yeah. All right. So, first of all, it was live action in the very beginning of the intro, and his mom's yelling at him for not cleaning up his room, and then he gets sucked into the TV, and then he turns cartoon, and his Nintendo zapper is holstered on his belt, and his belt buckle is an NES pad, mm. so he can pause real time. <laughs> 
press A to jump super high, move left and right. He can like, you know, sidestep everything. Everything I wish I could do when I was a child. Yeah, he was basically Neo uh, in Nintendo Land. Uh, Nintendo Matrix. And then there was another show. It was a game show on like one of these <laughs> discount channels. I don't know, like CW <laughs> or WB or one of these UPN things uh, that had a, I don't remember what the game show was called, but it was like, it was kind of like a double dare or Legends of Hidden Temple type thing where kids would go and do their trivia. And I think uh, on Fridays, instead of showing that, they'd show like their their cheap ripoff version of Captain N. And <laughs> it had like Quirk the Tomato, which was a Game Boy game. It had the the bad guy was the bad guy from Narc. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> it just had all the worst the worst characters. It had the 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 lead from uh, Wizards and Warriors. Which is just a terrible, terrible game that you would think would be good because there was three of them, but they're not. <laughs> it was, was it Ghosts and Goblins? No, was it? Ghosts and Goblins is is awesome because it's Capcom, but uh, very, very difficult and is infuriating. It, yeah. Wizards and Warriors is that the uh, is like is that come out before Ghosts and Goblins? I don't know. It, it you 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 look weird. You got like big old flappy armor. <laughs> uh, it looks like looks like wearing pajamas. You throw your sword and it looks weird. Uh, you hold your sword out in front of you, and like you jump into enemies. To, I, don't, I don't get it. And it's got really goofy music, and you're jumping around in trees. And yeah. I never understood. Ghosts and Goblins is the one where like your armor fell off of you, right? And then you got the heart flavored boxers yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, that's a good game. That's a great game. There's a there's a sequel to that one too, isn't there? There's tons Ghouls of and them. Ghosts or something. Yep, and they did another one on the Switch recently. They're that's what I love about this generation is they're remastering some of that old 8-bit stuff. So if you can play it now and go, oh, this is really cool. I want to see how it started. It's like watching, you know, 1930s films and old stuff. Like, <laughs> ah, put them up, man. It's, it's, it could <laughs> well, be super boring or it could be a, a whole new exciting avenue for you to take. Ghosts it's, and Goblins was in the uh, in the arcade as well. Ghoul, yeah, goose, uh, Ghouls, Ghouls and Ghosts, ghosts in the yeah. arcade. Yeah, and then it's like an Altered Beast. We talked about that earlier. Altered oh, Beast is there. Uh, We've mentioned that twice now. That's <laughs> what's at least two, uh, two times too many. I loved... Um, uh, Baby Pac-Man. Aw. Where it was like part pinball machine, part game. That sounds cool. And it was... Uh, oh, there's another There's another pinball machine I love. Uh, haunted, it was a haunted house where like at one point in time the the uh, ball would drop down into the table and it was like a mini pinball game in there. That yeah, sounds cool. Baby Pac-Man was cool because like you play the pinball game and then like you like, you know, you lock your ball and you'd have to look up and on the screen it was like partially a video game. You know, and then but then there was a my favorite Pac Man video game was called Pac Land. Oh, that's so awful! I, I love I love Pac Land, man. It's because, the, I love Pac Land because not only did I like it in the arcade, but uh, eventually as I got older and I had like a, a summer job, and I bought myself a Turbo Graphics sixteen. You are the man. You got a Turbo Graphics? Yeah, from a uh, from a thrift store. I I bought that and like. 14 games to total at, at the start of it. I even had... I wanted that game. I almost bought it for the Turbo Graphics, even though I didn't have the system because I wanted that game so bad. Because in the arcade, it looked it looked amazing. It's it looked, pretty. It, it looked like a Mario game with Pac-Man. It, well, it was, the, it was the cartoon, The Adventures of Pac-Man. Yes. That, and, was, uh, what, that, that was, was on Cartoon Express, I think, right? Cartoon Express. Yeah. That's right. And <laughs> so, the bad guy looked like... I always got the bad guy from Pac-Man confused with that primeval figure that you sold me. Oh, from Ghostbusters? Yeah, because yeah. the Pac-Man villain looked like a metal-faced ghost monster. Yeah, guy it too. was like the Papa Ghost or whatever. Papa Ghost, that's right. That's what it was <laughs> yeah. Uh, so 
when I had my Turbo Graphics, I had a couple good games, Splatterhouse being one of them. Yes. Uh, not only did I have the Turbo Graphics 16, I had the handheld Turbo Graphics 16. You are the man with the uh, TV tuner, so I could watch. It was color, and that if you're not familiar with the Turbo Graphics 16 handheld, it played the same games as the Turbo Graphics. There was no need for a new cartridge or anything. It was just you know plug and play. And the Genesis had the Nomad, which is the same thing, but those were big cartridges, and you you're carrying around a brick basically. Right. Well, the Turbo, Gra- Turbo Graphics was like a credit card, smaller yeah. than a credit card. So I had uh, you know Splatterhouse. Like Bonks Adventure, I love Bonks Adventure. Yep. Uh, there's a guy. I had like three Bonks. Um, I think I had a. Uh, I had Pacland. I had this game called Silent Debuggers, which was uh, it was first person, and you were on a space station, and you like uh, the space station was all just like, for some reason you were inside the uh, like the air vent of the entire space station, chasing down bugs. Hence the Silent Debuggers. You're an exterminator in the space station. And so, but every now and then you had to like, you know, shut down. It was like, it was monster bugs. It wasn't like, you know, oh, look, a roach. It was like, oh, look, a giant, you know, roach monster alien thing. So it was... Do you remember Xenophobe in the uh, arcade? I, I do. I do. I don't remember it very well, but it, I remember the name. Uh, again, terrible game. Would you say it for me? What? Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> uh, terrible game. <laughs> yeah. It was a three player game and it had an alien that looked just like the uh, Xenomorph from Aliens. Uh-huh. And I think one of the characters looked like Howard the Duck and the other two I don't remember because who cares? He had a duck character <laughs> who you could cares? play. That game sucked, but it always looked awesome. So with Pac-Land, same kind of thing. I got it recently. I got it on the Switch. I got the arcade collection from Namco. And I was like, all right, finally, I'm going to play this. Lo and behold... <laughs> Lo and behold, it's got the worst controls of anything I've ever played in my life. I, I could just, I could see right now, you playing Pac-Land after all those years. Man, I, I, I saw the arcade; it looked great. I knew it was on Turbo Graphics. I couldn't buy it. You finally get on the Switch in, in our forties. You play it. I could just see it. It's like a Christmas story moment. Drink your Ovaltine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Well, do you remember the controls at all? Uh, no. Again, okay. I had the Turbo Graphics. It was. Well, it like, doesn't matter. It's probably the same thing. So go right, go left, jump, don't jump. You would think. So <laughs> instead of using the directional pad to move your character, you had two buttons that you use your right thumb for, left and right. And then the directional pad is to jump. And it's a momentum-based game. It's all coming back to so me. So you're now. tapping the red button to That's go right. fast That's in that right. direction, and then you gotta <laughs> jump, and then all the things come at you different speeds it's horrible it's the worst it's 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 infuriating i'm so upset that i'm talking about it a, a good uh momentum based game like that in There's the arcades none joust that is kind of cool you had to you know flappy yeah. on the ostrich you just fly around the ostrich and, and joust each other hence and there, the name joust and there was a conan game that looked a lot like that and uh, on the uh on the computer in our elementary school. Uh, was it Conan or there's one on the on the Turbo Graphics that was a Conan ripoff? It was like Rygar, I think. No, it was definitely Conan. It was like Conan, Conan, uh, in Zoltar's in, in, tomb or something. Conan on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> Conan has dysentery. Yeah. Oh. Well, then what? What else did you have? Uh, Carmen San Diego. Oh yeah, uh, Fraction Muncher, all that stuff. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, arcades. Uh, then we got the Nintendos or the Genesis's or the Turbo Graphics, and you brought the arcade home, and then the arcades kind of fizzled out. Well, yeah, that's just like um, like movie theaters and streaming right now. So, but like, if you're gonna go to a movie and you you want to go to you know, say you have a family of four, ten bucks a ticket minimum usually, right? 
unless you get some kind of discount or take the matinee. I go matinee. But, but, but that's you're looking $4 at like, dollars you know, then popcorn this and that. You're looking at $30, $40, $50 yeah. for a family of four to go to a movie. Or you can spend 20 and watch it in your house. Yep. Pause it. Go to the bathroom. Get whatever food you want that you've already had prepared, you know, that doesn't taste like movie theater garbage. <laughs> you Have know? you ever seen the inside of one of those butter pumps? They're disgusting. That stuff is like earwax. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't look very good. Orange so sludge. So now, and even like with the, the newer game systems where even the world of the cartridge and disc is gone, it's all digital, right? Yeah, there's a there's a strong push for that, but there's also the, the collector. Uh, and the trader, the collector and the trader. I, mean, I yeah. understand, you know, uh, what was it, a couple years ago, that um, Gamefly, remember that thing? That, yeah, that, uh, the, like Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Before Netflix was streaming, it was, uh, you know, sending you DVDs in the mail. Yeah, so Gamefly would send you a game, and, like, that was kind of a cool subscription service. Even the, the Red Boxes had games for a little bit, the uh, the ones you rent outside of uh, yeah. the Wally Worlds there. Um, so you had a Nintendo, you had the Sega Master System growing up. Yeah, and I think the Nintendo deserves a lot of attention, okay? The Nintendo has, because, can we say this? Can we say it's the, it's the Disney of video games? Uh, the Nintendo is That'll the, polarize it, some people, but I really think if you go back that far that they had some quality standards, they had great marketing, uh, their, their A-list titles were, they're, they're, they're franchises that still exist. I mean, yeah, Sega I mean, has some good they're stuff, not too. A, well, they, they, they understood what was... Fun. What was... what They rested on their laurels. I mean, like, you've got Sony and Microsoft, the Xbox and PlayStation, just doing, like, crazy stuff. You know, they're cranking out, you know, every two days is, like, an update of Call of Duty or this and that, this and that, you know. And they're going these these crazy games and how realistic can you get and, and how far deep into it, like, you know, Far Cry 6, I think, or Uncharted, whatever's coming out. And it's just crazy stuff. Nintendo was like... Pump the brakes. Everyone still loves Mario. Everyone still loves Kirby. Everyone still loves Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Know? We'll just crank out one every 20 years so and then, they'll and, buy it. And then Sega was like, we got guys like, you know, Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, no, Sonic that people really do like. But we cannot keep up with the systems. So they... They stopped making systems and, yeah. and sold their, you know, hey, who wants Sonic? Which is like crazy to see Sonic on the, you know, and Mario in the same spot, you know, because they were you Cats know, bitter and enemies. living together. Yeah, crazy, isn't Last it? Sister. Bitter enemies for the, the longest time. Um, I wish that more people would pick up like the old TurboGrafx titles, you know, because there was a bunch of them on there that I used to love. Well, have you, you know, these mini systems? I've got a Turbo Graphics mini yep. system. I don't know if I it's got that like too. what thirty games on it or something like that. I think it's like fifty or sixty. Haven't yeah. even haven't played it yet. But um, <laughs> you'd be the guy because Turbo Graphics is fun. Dude. You'd be able it, to talk it was, it was about great. these games. It was. It was. I mean, some of the games are just dumber than all get out, but it was fun. After I had the Turbo Graphics, uh, and I was doing more stuff, and as I got older, I ended up. I did end up getting the Genesis. You know, I oh, I, you bought it with your own money. I don't remember if I bought it with my own money or my parents got it for me eventually, or if I found it at, a, at like a, you know when Blockbuster was like, we don't want these anymore, and they started they sold them cheaper. But I did get uh, with the Genesis. I got the um, the Sega CD. You got it at the same time? Uh, I think so. Yeah. So it was, it was oh. probably later on. I had the Genesis, and my brother had the Sega CD when it first came out, and he's not a game fan really well the sega cd was like you had to plug the genesis into it the sega cd yeah but the sega cd was like something that made you legit you know it was, oh yeah it, it was, was like, but it was it was definitely after the fact that they were cool when i got it 
because I had like you oh, know yeah. the, <laughs> the game like Night Trap, you know, horrible yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, there's another one on there. That's on the uh, Switch as well. Oh, I paid a dollar fifty for it. Crazy. Uh, but it was cool. There's there's a series of games, and uh, I to this day I don't even know if I pronounce them right. It, it, the game is Y S. Is it Yeez or Y yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, I love that game. Role playing gold right there. It was and it was like. Did you play a lot of RPGs? That only that one. Really? Because <laughs> Sega CD had uh, Lunar, which I didn't have it. That that is probably. I have two. I have two RPGs that I call the best RPGs of all time. Number one is Earthbound on the Super Nintendo. Uh, Earthbound. Which one is that one? So it's it's a pixel art uh, style. It's about, it's kind of like. Um, you know, Stand By Me or an 80s, you know, kid goes on an adventure with his dog, uh, meets some friends. It's done in a very pixel art style. So it was Super Nintendo, but it looked kind of like 8-bit Nintendo. Uh, it was very Japanese. It came with scratch and sniff stickers in oh, the instructions. I'm in already. Yeah, I'm telling you. You know what? If you gave me a scratch and sniff and then something glow in the dark, I, I'm well, selling you everything I have. To glow get in the game. dark scratch and sniff <laughs> stickers would be amazing. But that, and it was full of humor. It was all, it was all jokes. It was like a parody of of rpgs and games kind of it was it was really 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 well done and lunar uh, had a little bit of humor but was more of your fantasy story it was very much like never ending story because you even they have a a a white big white dragon looks like a dog and or a cat a cat in this one i think but his name was null and he looked like uh was it null i think it was null so well role-playing games here here's my 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 extent role playing games, Ease, mm-hmm. um, Zelda, not an RPG, and uh, Princess Tomato in the Salad Kingdom, <laughs> not an RPG. That is definitely an RPG. <laughs> Princess Tomato in the Salad Kingdom—that's an adventure to- game, isn't it? It's a, to- it's a, it's a role playing game, isn't point, it? Point and click type thing. Yeah. Well, all right. So role playing games really ha- are very, uh, very it's, broad. It said RPG subjective. in the thing. Did it really? Yeah. On the uh, on the uh, instruction book. That'll be today's debate. Is Princess Tomato in the Salad Kingdom an RPG or not? I'm saying it is. It's role playing. I've game. never played it, so I can't really uh, can't say it's great. But I, I love it, man. I love. I that. heard it was really good. I couldn't beat it for anything. But um, uh, what well, what defines a role playing game? All right, so you like know, a tier system. Back when they started, you know, pen and paper stuff, it was all playing the role of someone else, some kind of fantasy, stepping out of your own. Well, and technically, reality. every video game right, is a role exactly. playing game. Exactly, and then case they, dismissed. <laughs> and then when they made them into video games, they were mostly that same like fantasy setting, knights and wizards and dragons and stuff. That's why Earthbound was so cool, was because it was like a modern day, uh, very different from the others. But yeah, you usually had experience points and leveled up your characters, and that was the big, most confusing thing for me in the beginning was. People talking about RPGs and saying that they were on level three or four, and I was like, "Oh, well, you know, what's that level like?" And I, we weren't talking the same what language. You, what do you mean? What the level is like? Yeah, it's I know. Like, I was like, "It's my it, character." Yeah. Does that one have green pipes that go? In, <laughs> yeah, mushroom monsters. It's yeah. It, it was just a confusing thing for me, but uh, yeah, the, the the RPGs on Sega CD were unrivaled at the time, and they had intro songs. Which do yourself a favor. Go to YouTube and look up the intro song to Lunar on the Sega CD, oh, yeah? and you will be rocking your socks <laughs> off. Okay. And then uh, the uh, so a couple weeks after I got the uh, Genesis and the Sega CD, I ended up picking up a um, 32X. 
Oh no! You so built the tower. I had like the Tower of Power, man. It was like you know Genesis plugs in a CD, plugs in a thirty-two X. Did da, you have da, Game da. Genie? Uh, I had Game Genie, but not for Genesis. Uh. But uh, one of my favorite games on the thirty-two X was the uh, Star Wars, and it was just like the or similar to the arcade game, right? Because I love the Star Wars arcade game where you stand there and you know. Green pylons are thr- thrust at you, kind of like the Night Rider in there, Night Driver in the <laughs> Atari. But you know, and just the the horrible digitized voice of Han Solo. It's like, oh, I'm the man. But they said it like you know, it it went on a little further. It was a little crazier. But I had that. <clears throat> that was like, um, to me, that was like I was like the pinnacle of cool. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm. That's but, what I'm gathering. But I was like, when I talked to my friends, I'm like, yeah, man, I got you know, I'm sitting there with my my 32x, and at that time, I think something else had already come out. I don't know what was what was next after. Oh, they had Super Nintendos. I didn't have one of those. Yeah, and then after that, you got PlayStation and Saturn and Jaguar. Ja- I had a Jaguar. Yeah, it was a good. I thought it was. I I heard it was great. It was interesting. Um, <laughs> It had Alien vs. Predator, which was really atmospheric, really cool. I, it didn't have music, so you're listening to sound effects of, like, the ship, like, the the ventilation systems. Uh, but when you were near the Predators and they're invisible, they'd do the whispers from the movie. Like, oh, yeah. You know, Come here, and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so creepy. And you knew you were going to get slaughtered, because <laughs> there, no, there was no hope. Oh, did you, you played, what, a, a Space Marine? You could play as a space marine, a predator, or an alien, and oh. you kind of played all three to get like the whole the whole story. And the alien, of course, you know, doesn't have ranged attacks. It has its claws, its little mandible, and its tail. But oh, and it couldn't use healing items. Like <laughs> the predator, I think healed based on I don't know, energy he collected or something. The marine could pick up med kits. The alien had to impregnate enemies, and then when that alien died. The you other were one, born again. Yeah, you'd be born again. This burst uh, out of the chest. Kind of cool. I mean, this makes you want to just go and jump on everyone's faces. <sighs> what doesn't? What doesn't? <laughs> what doesn't? <laughs> uh, so then, uh, yeah. So what? What else came out with PlayStation One? Right. Play. What were the big games on PlayStation One? Resident Evil, or was that PlayStation Two? That was that was part, uh, PlayStation One. Uh, Resident Evil, obviously, Crash Bandicoot, uh, Metal Gear Solid. That's a that's a franchise. Oh yeah, the, well the Metal Gear started on Nintendo, right? It did, yeah. and there's so much great stuff that started on Nintendo. I think we have to dedicate an we entire will. episode. We will. To Nintendo. I got a couple games on Nintendo that you know I, I'll release as my favorite ones later on. They're probably going to be unpopular opinions, but we'll get it later. <laughs> you want to do bracket brawl on that? Uh, we might have to, but they're definitely going to be unpopular opinions. <laughs> uh, so go, I didn't have a PlayStation One at all. Uh, I had a buddy at a PlayStation One. He showed me. Resident Evil and I think Silent Hill one was on PlayStation One. Yep, uh, and uh, all those horror games really started there. And um, the uh, WWF in your house. Now that is a classic. <laughs> and uh, the WCW, I think, was it World Tour was on. PlayStation yeah, 1? World Tour started yeah. there. Then then those moved over to Nintendo sixty four, and that's where those really yeah. took off. Yeah, but they also had like these really bad. Uh, thunder. It was like Pit Fighter. <laughs> yeah, and WCW, and there was um, Nitro and Thunder. Terrible. Uh, there was a game on PlayStation One that this guy had. His name was Doug. I, I can't remember his last name, but uh, it doesn't matter anyway. But uh, <laughs> uh, it was uh, Star Wars lightsaber duels <clears throat> of like fighting. It was a Star Wars Masters of the Terra Kasi or something. Yeah, but yeah, like Boba Fett was in it. You know, yeah. it was like crazy. That's, that's floating around here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a. Uh, I remember seeing that. I was like, man, back in the day, 
and I was already in the army at the time, so we're like, what, 1997? I think we're like, man, this is the coolest thing ever. And then I was like, whatever. And then a couple years later, I got the old. Uh, I went out I, one one day. I got my tax return. Uh, it got big, big, big money in my in my pocket, and I bought two systems. I bought the Nintendo 64, and I bought the PlayStation 2, same day, because for two games, one was uh, uh, Super Mario 64. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I, you know what? You know what system I actually bought back then too. I bought the Talk to Me Pikachu system, the blue one with the Pikachu on it. Man, I wish I had that still. I think it's yeah. outrageous money where you can talk to it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I bought the uh, the PlayStation Two for Grand Theft Auto Three. That's a good one. That was uh, that's I played those games forever. I was like ah. And then uh, of course uh, uh. So let me ask you this now: you you play these Grand Theft Auto games now? Can you go back to three? That's the thing. Uh, that's what's really I weird about. I could go back to three. You could, I, but could I could someone new? If someone starts with Grand Theft Auto Five, can they go backwards? I think to an extent you can, uh, but at some point you're gonna be like, uh, yeah. What are they on five right now? What yeah, was four. They they brought out five on the PlayStation Three, on the PlayStation Four, and on the PlayStation Five. They just keep bringing that out. It's like Nintendo bringing out Mario on every system that comes out. I mean, you can do it. You can get away with it. Go like for it. I don't. I never. I played five, and five is decent. Uh, it's very sprawling, and there's a lot, so much stuff to do. That's um, why you can't go backwards because they're so big. It's like, well, it, it, they're different though because like like San Andreas, you like you could make you could eat junk food and get fat. Or you could work out and get buff. Is that not in the newer ones? No, I don't, okay. I don't. I don't think it's in the newer ones. But then, like, but something to me in, in my retro life, Vice City. Vice City. Oh yeah. my gosh, Vice City was like that's all you need. Like when I played three, and three was amazing. And then I saw the commercial for Vice City. I was like, Are you serious, dude? And I got Vice City, and Vice City blew me away. It was awesome. But I will say, I played Grand Theft Auto three a ton, and. All the songs on that, I you know, was, the generic songs, yeah, yeah, they're all generic songs, right? Then I watched Scarface for the first time and realized half of the soundtrack was from Scarface, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, these are real songs. This is yeah. ridiculous because they are cheesy. Unpopular opinion: Scarface, good or bad? It is a good cheesy movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's overhyped. Oh yeah, I, I think it's definitely overhyped. Yeah. Uh, so then you know, I the Grand Theft Auto uh, Vice City. It was just to me pinnacle of games, and I, I played that one forever. And then uh, I had a couple other silly games, like uh, there's one called OKG the Shadow King or Okage the Shadow King, right? Right, and uh, a couple other like ones that are similar in vain, like that. And then, uh, then I got off, I, I got out of video games forever until uh, I didn't even go for the Xbox regular or anything like that or Xbox 360. Uh, I did the Xbox 360. At the end of it, and then one day I found a uh, at an estate sale an Xbox One for forty dollars. So I said I'll get that. Yeah. So lately I've been just like trying to see what like the Mad Max or Ghostbusters, Call of Duty stuff on there. They are you all know. classics in my mind. <laughs> Anything that's uh, on that Game Pass free stuff. And you know what? Next time we're going to debate Ghostbusters HD. I say it's fantastic. I say it's mediocre at best. That's actually a really good game. It's just repetitive. Yeah, well, it's just that's... seriously repetitive. Actually, next time I think we're gonna dedicate an entire episode to the wonderful world of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Sounds good. Make sure you subscribe. Find us on the web on the the Patreon thing. A lot more coming soon. Trust us. Just stay tuned. 
give us give us a listen pass us off to your friends yeah share us share us (laughs) share us thank you for listening to hamburger robot join us wherever you get your podcast join us join us (laughs) 